you struggle with everyday small things, like how to hang toilet paper this or next Thursday, the proper use of y'all, then join Gary and JR as they consider these and other trivial matters. The Small Things Considered podcast from Ranch Hand Records appearing every other Tuesday, alternating with three things of JR. Well, hello there, and welcome to Three Things with JR, episode number 136. 136 times I have sat down at this microphone and told you what was on my mind, and just thank you. Thank you for listening to whatever nonsense it is that I have to say. Uh, I am recording this episode on November 23rd, also known as Thanksgiving 2023, mainly because it's one of the few days I will have the time to record an episode of this show. Uh, It has been a busy few weeks, and the busyness will only continue for the next few weeks, so I thought I would take time today to, uh, to tell you what is on my mind. And I'll tell you, despite the fact that Anastasia... uh, wrapped up a few days ago last Sunday it's over now but it it will never be over in my mind uh it, it it was truly one of the greatest creative endeavors I have ever been a part of with a wonderful group of people who I will never forget uh I grew as a performer doing this show Uh, Our music director, Caroline Kaplan, told me at the end at our cast party uh, that I was uh, easily the person she viewed as most improved in our cast. And I was good enough to be cast in it to begin with, so she made a point of letting me know that that was saying something. Uh, And as much fun as it was to grow as a singer, it was the acting in this show that was by far the most fun. Discovering who Vlad was... And what he might be thinking on any given moment that he was on the stage, whether he had lines to express or not, was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun discovering all of those emotions and thoughts that were going through Vlad's head uh, as a character that uh, it it only got better with each rehearsal and performance where I was able to figure out what you should be seeing Vlad think and do, even when he has lines or not. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, I really felt that I uh, actually was able to sort of figure out how to act. Uh, obviously, I'm not an ex- super experienced actor, but I got a taste of what it's like to really put yourself in someone else's shoes and become that person for however long uh, it was. Uh, It was several months of rehearsal and six shows. And uh, I mean, I still think about it every day. Those songs are still in my head. Uh, We have a group text going that will uh, hopefully not stop anytime soon. Uh, It's just awesome. Uh, It's going to be hard to top that experience in any way, shape, or form. Uh, And uh, I can only hope to have uh, to be a part of another show that's anywhere close to that rewarding sort of, you know, after the show, it's kind of like people go into an after show slump when you have such a wonderful experience and then it's over. 
It's like you finish the show on Sunday, you've poured yourself into this role, this show, these people, uh, the audience, everything. And then on Monday morning, you don't have that anymore. It's just over. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like being hung over, right? Having a wonderful night and then sort of paying for it the next day. And uh, I, I sort of am experiencing a hangover from the high that was being Vlad in Anastasia. The good news is, I know what the cure for a hangover is, and it is Hair of the Dog, uh, which means uh, Elf is the next show I'm in, as you may know, listening to this show. Uh, I was one of the few people in the cast of Anastasia that after we finished Anastasia, I had rehearsal the very next day uh, for the next show. And Elf, uh, Elf the musical, based on the Will Ferrell movie, opens... One week from today, now keep in mind, I'm recording this on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. You're not hearing this until Tuesday after that. So that means it opens in two days for you, assuming you're listening to this show the day it drops. November 30th, to be specific. And there's two weekends of shows. Uh, And so I am hot and heavy into rehearsing uh, that. Tech week starts on Saturday. I've got a double tech day and then rehearsals every day. And then the show opens. Now, Elf is a very different show from Anastasia. The music is lighter. The character I'll be playing uh, doesn't have quite as much depth to it as Vlad does. Although I'm looking to bring that depth to it and discover who real Santa really is. Uh, It should be a fun character. Um, The weight of the show, though, is just not quite uh, the same as Anastasia. It is going to be fun. The people that are in this cast are excellent, but it's it's just like a nice light role in a fun show, and it's going to be a great way to end my year in the theater and keep me from being too bummed out that Anastasia is over. I think it's the perfect way to, to sort of ease the the dreadful hangover of Anastasia. Uh, and uh, if you want to get tickets to see Elf the Musical, go to waynetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E on it. Uh, and you know what? I would tell you this. Sure, if you know me and you want to see me on the stage, come see it. But I'm not the reason to come see this show. Uh, Logan Tudor is the reason, the reason to come see this show. He will be playing Buddy. If you saw us uh, perform Little Shop of Horrors at the Wayne Theater, then you saw uh, Logan as the dentist in Little Shop of Horrors, and now he's going to be Buddy. And he's bringing that same intensity and fire to Buddy, in fact, more so even than he did as the dentist. Uh, This kid has it all. Uh, He can sing, he can dance, he can act. I just saw him playing the piano at rehearsal the other day. He can play piano. Uh, He will make you laugh. He is significantly more than a triple threat. Uh, And uh, the woman playing Jovi, his love interest in Elf the Musical, equally good. This show is going to be fantastic because of the talent on the stage. Uh, And once again, I just feel lucky, privileged, blessed to be uh, on the stage, sharing the stage with people of this caliber, uh, and uh, absolutely looking forward to doing Elf the Musical and bringing what little bit of uh, hope, joy, fun, laughter that I can to the role of real Santa. (sighs) All right, let's get into some things. Thing number one. Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm recording this on Thanksgiving, so I thought I'd tell you about my relationship to Thanksgiving. I've always thought of it as my favorite holiday, mainly because it's not about 
anything other than getting together with family and being thankful for those you love and have around you. Uh, and as a kid, family would always, almost always come over to my house. Uh, and, you know, my mom, her sister, her two brothers, their families would all join us at my house for Thanksgiving, which meant we had 20 to 30 people sitting around a ping pong table with wonderful food and uh, and just loved every bit of it. Sometimes we'd watch football. Sometimes if the weather was nice, we'd go outside and play. Uh, and uh, But it was just nice hanging out with family. Uh, and I was at this weird age uh, it, it, all throughout my life, really, where I was somewhere in between the adults and the kids, right? So I had a, a bunch of cousins, but they were all at least five years younger than me. So I didn't quite fit in at the kids' table, and I wasn't quite an adult. And so some years I would be at the kids' table, and some years I would be at the ping pong table with uh, with the rest of my family. And, uh, and I, I kind of enjoyed both. I didn't mind hanging with the kids. I, I really liked hanging with the adults. Um, but uh, so, yeah. So one year, though, uh, and this is probably my favorite Thanksgiving memory. Uh, the year would be about 1998, maybe 89, somewhere in there. I was 14 or 15. And it was Thanksgiving Day, and uh, everybody was over. Uh, the food wasn't quite ready yet. People were still cooking and hanging out and talking. Uh, and I, I guess I, I, I was I was looking for a way to get away from family for a few minutes, mainly because I had started smoking, and uh, nobody in my family knew that yet, despite the fact that most of the adults were smokers in my family. So, uh, but I knew it was not going to be okay, so I had to hide it still. And uh, so I was upstairs on the third floor, far away from everybody, alone, getting away from the noise of the family and sneaking cigarettes. And uh, what do you do when you're upstairs alone, uh, smoking? Uh, and uh, well, I, I just listened to the radio. Uh, this was this would have been DC 101 would, would have been my radio station of choice at the time. They were typically a hard rock station. This was the station the Grease Man was the morning guy on. But on Thanksgiving Day, I was just up there hanging out, listening to the radio, and the DJ comes on and talks about how they're going to play a song uh, that is a Thanksgiving tradition for them at that radio station, uh, and it's called Alice's Restaurant, and I had never heard of this song at all. First, My first exposure to the song Alice's Restaurant by Arlo Guthrie uh, was uh, that day. And uh, so I listened. I figured it'd be a few minutes and then I'd go back downstairs. No, this is more like a three cigarette song. Uh, it's about 20 minutes long. That song just went on and on. And I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. I didn't know if it was a true story or something he was making up on the spot or something. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know the backstory. It is actually a true story. Uh, and. As I listened to it there as a 14-year-old, I swear it was the funniest thing I had ever heard, at least at that age. I mean, I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. How could there be a song like this? Uh, and uh, I just enjoyed every minute of it. And as a result, I personally listen to Alice's Restaurant every Thanksgiving, whether I have the uh, DC 101 radio station near me or not. Uh, and uh, I sing along with the chorus every time, and I just it just warms my heart to listen to Alice's Restaurant. So that's 
probably my most favorite Thanksgiving memory uh, from Thanksgiving as a kid, as an adult. It lives on uh, Alice's Restaurant and Smoking Cigarettes. Thing number two. Okay, this year... What I'm thankful for for Thanksgiving, and I know that you're listening to this uh, almost a week later. You're over it. You're past the Thanksgiving thing, but I'm not. I am recording this on Thanksgiving Day, so my mind is right there, and you're just going to have to deal with it. Uh, This year, here's what I'm thankful for. Uh, The theater. And the people I've met and become friends with, they are truly special and uh, have made me a better person and a happier person every day. And I am so thankful that they are in my life. My girlfriend, Kiki, she makes me a better person as well. She's the reason I am in the theater in any way, shape or form. She's the reason uh, I am uh, as happy as I am right now. I'm thankful for anybody that listens to this show or my other podcast or watches my YouTube videos. And uh, I know that there's a lot of you that watch and listen to all of those. And uh, if you could just tell your friends and get even more people, I would be even more thankful. Last but not least, my job. It continues to challenge and excite and drive me every day. And I'm so thankful to have that to keep me busy. Uh, Otherwise, I'm not sure what I would do. I would probably be uh, a lazy bum if I didn't have that job that I love to go to every day. You know, I said that was the last thing, but it's not. My family, my kids, my grandkids, my mom, my sister, my dad, everybody in my family, uh, I, I, I love all of them. I am one of the lucky few people in the world who has a family full of people that they have nothing but love for. Uh, and, and, you know, the, it's just I, I love hanging out and spending time with all of them. And uh, I was really thankful this year to go to Iowa to see my dad, my sister, my his sister, Elaine, his sister, Patty, and uh, stopping in in Ohio to see his sister, Uh, Mary as well, to see all of them. Uh, And this year, my Aunt Patty passed away just a few weeks ago, actually. Uh, And if I wasn't uh, in the middle of doing Anastasia, I would have gone out to be a pallbearer in her funeral. Uh, But that was not to be. The good news is, is I got to go hang with her back in July uh, when she was still very much alive, very much with it, very much able to uh, smile and laugh and joke. And uh, I enjoyed hanging out with Aunt Patty And uh, my heart goes out to the rest of her family as she has passed, uh, but she will be missed uh, and she was truly loved and she was a very lovely person. So there you go. Number three, Poganotrophy. You might be wondering, that was the title of this this episode. So what the hell is Poganotrophy? Uh, Well, let's, uh, before I define it for you, Uh, I just want to tell you that right now, my beard is about as thick as I ever let it get. Uh, And I've let my beard grow out for various reasons over the years. Sometimes it's just laziness. I don't feel like shaving and I want to see what it's like to have a bigger beard. Other times it's inspired by the cold weather in the winter, Uh, especially if I have a ski trip planned. I like to have a big, thick beard when I go skiing. I've let it grow several times over the past few years just uh, to, uh, to... Fully realize a character in a show, Don in Kinky Boots, Nostradamus in Something Rotten, uh, Vlad in Anastasia, 
needed a big beard. And thankfully, Vlad didn't have to shave his beard or trim it at all, which means it's the perfect length right now to be a real Santa beard, which is perfect because I'm playing real Santa in Elf uh, coming up very soon. And uh, it's just going to take, I've got to put some stuff in it to make it even whiter than it already is. Uh, but that won't be hard. So, uh, you know, I, uh, during Anastasia, I bought a beard comb. I also started using conditioner on my beard, uh, act two of Anastasia. My beard needed to look a little bit more neat and trimmed and tidy than it does in act one. So I bought this beard comb and this conditioner to make it easy to make the beard look, you know, fuzzy and then and then refined for act two. Uh, and now I'm, I'm just carrying that beard comb around with me all the time and using it to, uh, to tighten up the beard whenever I feel like it. I kind of love it. Um, but it's got to get trimmed down to something more reasonable as soon as Elf is over. Uh, I have seen my face without a beard. And when I'm fat, which I kinda, I'm kind of fat right now, uh, my face doesn't look great with no facial hair. I can't just shave it all down. I have to have a beard. Now, when I'm skinny, and I've been skinny a few times in my life, if I shave my face, it kind of looks good. I kind of dig it. Uh, I would describe uh, the, the celebrity I most resemble when I have no beard and I'm not fat. I would say I look a little bit like Bruce Willis. Uh, and so when I'm fat and I shave my beard down to bald face, you know, uh, you could say that I look like fat Bruce Willis. The only problem with that is there's no such thing as a fat Bruce Willis. He has never been fat. So that's not really a thing. Um, I don't know what, I don't know why, uh, I do know, I do know why this is the thing, uh, number three in this episode. It's because of TikTok. It's because this guy on TikTok, uh, that I follow is named Don Hewley and uh, he does a daily word thing, and he's just got a wonderful voice. I am jealous of his amazing voice. Uh, and he's going to define poganotrophy for us right now. The word of the day is poganotrophy. Pogonotrophy. It's real easy. Poganotrophy. This noun means to cultivate and or grow a beard. Poganotrophy is like an artist's brush, each whisker meticulously placed upon the canvas of a face. It embodies the journey of a man, from barefaced innocence to the symbol of wisdom and masculinity. The stroke of a razor rejected in favor of nature's gift, embracing the rugged allure of a full-grown beard. Poganotrophy is an ode to the beard, a testament to the power of facial hair. And that's all there is to it. That's poganotrophy. I'm Don Hewley, and that's the Daily Word. So there you go. I am in a state of poganotrophy right now, and I'm loving it. And soon I will trim it down so that it is not so poganotrophic. 
<laughs> making up words. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, this That's how I know when it's time to end this show, when I have run out of things to say and I'm making up words. Thank you so much for listening. Probably only got one or two more episodes before this year is over and we will begin season four in 2024. So thank you all for listening. I'm truly glad that each and every one of you spends uh, chooses to spend your time, whether it's driving or shopping or walking or just sitting there and listening to me talk. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I look forward to our next episode and time together. See you then. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Accepting Alice. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Say, walk right in, it's around the back. Just a half a mile from the railroad track. And you can get anything you want. At Alice's Restaurant At Alice's Restaurant